go. It is the last show before the SEC opener. He is Zach Blackerby there on the left. I'm Brad Law on the right, but not always right. And uh, we're going to talk Tigers and Aggies before this big showdown in College Station. Zach, uh, the hay's not in the barn, but it's really, really close. Um, what are you thinking now? I mean, we're as we talk, we're less than 48 hours or a little more than 48 from the game itself. How are you feeling? I feel better now than I did on Monday, largely because of what we talked about yesterday with all these injuries kind of up in the air. So many question marks about feels like almost half of Auburn starters. Are they going to be able to play or not? And the fact they were practicing on Tuesday makes me feel better about all this, specifically Cam Stutz and Tutal Miller, you know, that, that big part of the offensive line there. I think that's certainly something. And also, I just think the more we look into Texas A&M, I think some of the hype, and some of the stats that people are clinging to, I don't think tell the full story, which no stat truly does. I, I'm certainly aware of that. But I do think there's a chance that this Texas A&M team isn't as good as some people think that they are. Yeah, I, I think so too. And I think you hear it when you hear the coaches talk, when you hear Hugh Freeze talk about the talent on yeah. the team. There's a little caveat to now, whether, as is always the case with talent, it's wonderful. You have to have talent most of the time to have a, a ticket to the show. And then how you perform, does that talent live up to its potential? And we'll see. It certainly didn't against Miami. Does it say more about Miami or more, against, more about Texas A&M? I think both of these teams mm -hmm. have played two games that did not really truly give them a proper challenge. Yep. And they both played one team on the road that did give them a proper challenge. Auburn overcame its challenge. Texas A&M did not. Texas A&M got out to a 10-0 lead in right. that game. And still Miami was able to storm back and get a convincing win at home. Now, if Miami and Cal played three times, on a neutral field, mm -hmm. who would win two of those three? Miami. Okay. Probably most people would agree with that. Miami win all three, may win all three times. Possibly. Yeah. Possibly. Um, I do like, again, I've said all week long, I think Cal's defense is better than Texas A&M's defense as a complete defense. Um, but, you know, again, uh, the transitive property doesn't work in college football. We all know that. But these teams had all that to say, these teams have had sure. really similar starts to the season. Two no tests, one test. Auburn passed its test. Texas A&M didn't. And now we're ready for the big test. Yeah, but I mean, you know, A&M's test was significantly tougher than Auburn's test, right? Because I, I think some of the outside factors of the game – were tougher for Auburn, the travel, the late kick, the you know weird environment. But you know, it's not like Texas A&M goes to Miami all the time either. But it was a normal timed football game, and I think that matters. Um, my understanding is, you know, Auburn had to go a day earlier because of like the plane that they charter being booked or something like that. You would yeah. know that better than me. And so like, it seemed like that threw some things off. That was one of the first things Hugh Freeze said talking to me he's like we're not doing that again we're not yeah. going on a thursday ever again if we have to make this trip which hopefully they don't have to but um so both were difficult in different ways but miami's a way better football team yeah than cal i think jake crane came on my show locked on auburn earlier today brad and, and i something he said really stuck out to me and i don't know if it's the way he worded it you kind of hinted at it too 
where he said, you know, A&M and Miami's game, that was more about Miami than Texas A&M. And I think he's right. I think you're right. Um, I think Miami's a good football team. I like Tyler Van Dyke, their quarterback. I liked him a lot going into last season. And he didn't really figure it out. Miami kind of, you know, tripped over themselves a lot last year. And the fact that he kind of was able to throw all over Texas A&M, now all of a sudden we feel good about it. Yeah. But let's don't act like Texas A&M's defense was shut down against the nobodies either. I mean, I I think from an eye test standpoint, Auburn's defense is way better than Texas A&M's. It's also way better statistically too. But as far as every kind of metric you want to look at, because everybody wants to talk about Texas A&M's third down defense, well, Auburn's is really good on third down too. So I just – the mismatches that are there – are still there, but some of these storylines that have propped up a little bit, um, I don't think tell the full story. I mean, why is why is the whole narrative of okay, AM came to Auburn last year with the same team and Auburn had a worse roster and Auburn was able to beat them? Like, why is that not propped up more? I don't fully understand that one, Brad. Yeah. No, you're you're right. And it is the right and and that's a really good point because this AM team is a lot more similar to what it was a year ago. They didn't have Devon A-Chain last year. He was not able to play. Um, I just don't remember if Anaya Smith was able to go or not. But, no, that's a very good point. Now, different team, different year, different scenario. Sure. I, the, the emotion with which that Auburn team played and the crowd carried with it the entire week leading up to that game last year is, is a really unique experience. And if you were there for it and you were a part of it and you experienced that, you're, you know, you're going to tell people about it for a really long time. But sure. yeah, I, I, this A&M team has dealt with injuries this week as well. Um, their top two receivers in the first two games did not play against ULM. They have a right tackle that has been injured or was nicked up a little bit in the ULM game. So like Auburn, AM is dealing with injuries. Like Auburn, I think all those guys are going to gut it out. I think they're going to play because it's mm-hmm. the SEC opener. And so AM needs the game. Um, AM is going to be motivated because they can't afford a second September loss. They just can't. For the momentum of their season, they cannot afford a second September loss. Auburn's motivation, though, I don't think comes from desperation. A&M will be a desperate team Saturday. I believe Auburn will be motivated, but not out of desperation. I think they're out to yeah. prove something. I think they're out to make a statement. I think there's a lot of internal unity and belief in each other on this team. And that's mm-hmm. a pretty powerful motivating factor. Yeah. Yeah. What's more dangerous, a desperate team or a motivated team? And I think we can have several philosophical points and arguments about this, but and Honestly, we won't know the true answer until yeah. Saturday. But you know, I know a desperate man will do crazy things. Yeah, and you know, a desperate man with his back's against the wall <laughs> kind of shows you, like, okay, this is what he can really do. And I don't think Jimbo Fisher is necessarily a bad coach. I think he's an overrated coach. I think he's an overpaid coach, but sure. he's not a bad coach. And I, you know, I think I think Auburn's going to get A and M's best on Saturday, yeah. as they should. Here's a couple a couple of notes. This is not stat time. I can't do that as well as you do. Nobody can. Well, oh, I think you could. A, I think you could. I, I absolutely think you could. A couple of notes that I, I researched throughout the week. Texas A&M has gotten out to either a ten to nothing or fourteen to nothing lead 
on all three opponents. Weather the storm early. They have played well out of the gate. Their defense forced a turnover against Miami. It led to a short field for a touchdown, part of their 10-0 early lead in that game. They have started fast this mm-hmm. year. A defensive stop early or a turnover early, or you know what, just not losing your poise if they go down the field and score first is going to be really critical, I think, in this game, just to understand their identity has been a quick scoring team. you got to weather that a little bit. Sure, yeah, and I said this earlier in the week, but if Auburn could jump out on A&M yeah. and they go up 10 nothing, that that fan base in College Station, it could it could turn on Jimbo. Like, it could happen. Yeah. This is a fan base that is ready to implode yeah. on this football program. I think you're right about that. Um, another thing to watch, they are an aggressive defense. Can you use that against them? I yes. remember 2019 when, when Auburn went into College Station – and Gus called the Anthony Schwartz the flash reverse on the third play of the game. It was brilliant because it was an over-pursuing, aggressive defense. And by the time Flash got out to that left side, there you, you, there was too much open space. Yeah, you're not going to catch him. Right. Shamar, Shamar Turner has had a sack in each of the first three games this year. Number five, defensive end. you got to know where he is on the field. And the offense is going in with that in mind as well. And I think you use their aggressiveness against them you either run right at them mm-hmm. or you're running misdirection reverses some drop back called quarterback runs um try to it's a cat and mouse game but you have to know where number five is on the field and use his aggressiveness against him. that's right that's right uh, the last note that i had here okay. texas a&m has picked up 81 first downs this year 11 of those 11 have come better than like 12, 13 percent mm-hmm. have come by the opponent committing a penalty. Oh, Road game, heat, sound, everything working against you. Got to be poised. You cannot let AM off the field on third and long because of a penalty. Uh, you can't jump on third and one offensively and turn it into third and six. Um, got, the penalty number needs to stay low for Auburn. Texas A&M opponents have been penalized more than any other SEC team's opponents this year. I have no Interesting. idea. What, yeah, I have no idea what goes into that, but uh, and don't begin to know. But uh, Auburn being able to keep that that penalty number down is going to be, I think, very critical in this game. I think that's great. I think that's good stuff. I think you could totally rock a stat time. <laughs> you may have just taken that segment for me. Who knows? No, we've got a new segment. Yeah. Brad? We've got a new segment. We've got a new segment. Thanks to our friends at Exit Realty. Uh, buy sell is uh, is the is the new segment. Serving the Auburn area with locations in Auburn, Lake Martin, and Fort Walton Beach, Florida. From Auburn, Lake Martin to the Emerald Coast of Florida, contact our friend Ross Kilpatrick with Exit Realty, Anchor South for all of your real estate needs. Of course, War Eagle to Ross. You can call Ross at three three four. Four zero two zero zero two eight. All right, Brad. Buy or sell the following. Okay. Auburn scores thirty points on Texas A and M this Saturday. Hmm. Boy, I, ah, that's a really good number. A really good number. Um, I don't like A and M being able to get thirty plus on the Auburn defense. I don't know. I think the game will be played in one in the 20s, so I will sell Auburn getting 30. Okay. 
All right, buy or sell. Jay Fair has seven catches on Saturday. Uh, I will sell that also because I think the A&M defense is going to key on Jay. I do love his ability to get open. He runs awesome routes, has great ball skills. We, we know his ability, and mm-hmm. he has been targeted 20 times over the first three games. That's a little less than seven. I think you see more fair weather, and I think they key on fair, and so I will sell. So I'm, I'm two for two on selling. So I, I agreed with you on the 30 points. I'm going to buy Jay Fair having seven catches. I'm buying that. Buy or sell, Brad. Auburn has three sacks on Saturday. I will buy that. Yeah, Ooh. I'll buy that because I think pressure's coming. I don't think you saw as much pressure in the Sanford game because uh, you didn't have the bodies, number one. You want to protect the young guys on the back end, and you just didn't need it. And the style of offense Sanford was running there, get the ball out quick. I think Wegman wants to do more drop-back passing. They're a team mm. that passes the ball more than they run it. Uh, those attempts have only gone up game after game. I think Jalen McLeod is closer to 100%. And I think between him and the exotic pressures coming, I think they're able to get there. A&M has given up um, five sacks through three games. They've given up 15 tackles for loss. Yep, I'll buy three sacks. Okay. What about you? I think I'm selling that. Okay. I think I'm selling that. I think the pass rush will impact Wegman. I don't know if they get home three times. Okay. I will say I think if Auburn sacks Wegman three times, they win. I will say that. I think yeah. that's important. Can make a difference. All right, buy or sell. Auburn has no turnovers on Saturday. I'll sell until I see it. They've given it away seven times this year. Um, and uh, I want to see a zero. I would love to see it. It would be nice. But I, yeah, uh, A&M has forced – I think A&M is minus one in turnover margin. They haven't given it away much. They haven't mm-hmm. taken it away that much. But um, I, until Auburn plays a clean game from a turnover perspective, I've got to sell. Okay. Uh, and then last one, buy or sell. Peyton Thorne has more total yards than Connor Wegman. Mm-hmm. Mm, that's tough. Because I think Wegman will have more passing yards. Yeah. But now I'm, I'm a believer in Peyton's legs. So buy or sell that. I am too, but it's hard for me to see. Like, he had 17 rushing yards in the first two games combined. Mm-hmm. So it's tough for me to think he'll make up the difference. I do think Auburn's running game will be balanced enough, and you'll see more from the backs in the ground game than you did against Sanford um, because I think AM can't just sell out to stop the run. Yeah. Auburn's proven that you can win one-on-one matchups in the receiving room. So, no, I think Wegman will have more. I will sell Peyton Thorne having more total yards. Okay, I'm with you. I will sell that as well. I do think he, I do feel better about his rushing attack or rushing ability than you do, I think, on Saturday, but we'll see. Well, I do think now that, I I do think that Auburn will, well, let me, I think it would make sense for Auburn to call some design runs for him out of the gate. Mm -hmm. So just because just like the short passes, that gets the quarterback going, gets you into a rhythm. I love that. Let the nerves fly, let them go. And let's get out. Now you take a hit. Now you you do something with your legs. Now you complete a pass. Now you're off and rolling. So I do think you'll see him use his legs early in the game. Yep. All right. That was our first ever edition of Buy or Sell. Serving the Auburn area with locations in Auburn, Lake Martin, Fort Walton Beach, Florida. From Auburn to Lake Martin to the Emerald Coast of Florida. Contact Ross Kilpatrick with Exit Realty Anchor South for all of your real estate needs. War Eagle, call Ross at 334-402-0028. Shout out to Ross, friend of the show, and and looking forward to seeing what uh, we can do with him down the road. Absolutely. All right, it's time for our Village Vice six-pack. Zach, 
Let's go. Now, we're going to pick games. We're just going to do it straight up because, yeah. I mean, we're not we're we're not professionals here. Not at this mm -hmm. thing, anyway. You know who you know mm -hmm. who is professional about it though? That's my our friends. Yeah, our friends at my bookie. Uh, as a better, you really there's no room for error. You demand perfection, and my bookie delivers NFL, college football, plus that brand new cash out system that gives you options to bet and win all season long. If your first two legs of your parlay hit, you can cash out early, um, or you can use you know use the funds on another bet if you'd like after you cash out, or you can just let it ride and uh, take the chance at a bigger payday. Join the MyBookie family for an entire season, and uh, you know it'll be a season filled with odds boosts, free bets, and really super contests. Uh, this season has uh, MyBookie a no-strings-attached cash bonus. Let's you deposit and withdraw quick. Just use the promo code next round. Promo code next round on a deposit and get some extra cash instantly deposited into your MyBookie account. Bet your deposit amount once, and then you're ready to cash out at any time. Again, that's promo code next round to claim your cash deposit bonus. You can bet anything, anytime, anywhere, only with MyBookie. Time for a little six-pack action. Yeah, a little Village Vice six-pack. It is a uh, final show before game day tradition now, and we're going to go chronologically until we get to the Auburn Texas A&M game. All right, you ready? All right. I'm ready. Let's Number roll. four, Florida State is at Clemson at 11 o'clock Saturday morning, Central time, all time Central. Okay. Florida State's a two and a half point favorite on the road. Did you leave Clemson by the side of the road? Are you all in on the Seminole train? That line looks awfully small. Yeah, I like Florida State in this one. Um I think they're explosive. I think this is a team that's going to show up for big games. I mean, we saw that against LSU to start the season. I think that's who this team is. And I also think they know if they win on Saturday, they're probably going to win the conference and have a good chance of making the college football playoff. So I, I will go with Florida State. It's, it's bigger for them, I think, mm -hmm. than Clemson, um, just because I think Clemson is going to trip over itself some other point in the season. All right. I like that. I want to find games where I don't agree with you just because that's more fun. Well, but we're I, both I, just so intelligent. So. Well, there's, there's no question. I, but Except I, you did pick Arkansas. That was bad. That was bad on you. Did I really? Yeah, you're right. You're right. Look, I think I you picked Mississippi State, too, over LSU. I have to be wrong every now and then, Zach, just to remember what it feels like. Okay? <laughs> Sometimes I'm wrong intentionally <laughs> just to remember what it feels like. Sure. All right. Sure. I'll go Florida State on this one as well. Okay. 230, Tuscaloosa. Alabama's a seven-point favorite at home against Ole Miss in a top 15 matchup. When's the last time Alabama lost two September games? Oh, gosh. I don't know. Do you know? I don't know off the top of my head, but I would bet it's like 04, 03. Yeah. Back then somewhere. Because the 05 team was very good, and I don't think 06 lost in September. And the Saban's first year there, they, I mean, they won like the first month and a half. Yeah. So so this this one's so tricky to me because everything you look at, it screams Ole Miss. But I don't know. I just I'm not ready to like pick as if Alabama's not a great team. I'm just yeah. not there yet. So I'm gonna take uh I'm I'm gonna take Alabama. 
I think seven. If if we were betting the line, I I I probably yeah. would pick Ole Miss. If Alabama wins, it's going to be because of the defense. And now you can you could take that and apply that to every game on their schedule sure. for the rest of the year. And their defense is very very good. And I should like be diplomatic and take Alabama in the game. But I think they have problems over there. And I think Ole Miss is going to go in and further expose some of the issues. Wow. And I think Ole Miss is going to win the game, and it'll be the first time in almost 20 years that Alabama has two September losses. That's I'm yeah. not trying to be incite. You know, I'm not trying to incite. That's That'd be wild. What I think is going to happen. That'd be great. All right. I hope it happens. <laughs> That'd be great. How about Mississippi State at South Carolina at 6:30? South Carolina six and a half point favorite. Hmm. I'm, I'm, I'll go ahead and go. I'm going Gamecocks on this. I think Mississippi State played with confidence until they got absolutely shoved around by LSU. They, they both looked so bad last week. Yeah. Well, but I mean, South, Carolina, South Carolina had a good half. half. Uh, yeah, I'll go Gamecocks too, just because I don't think I'm going to ever pick Mississippi State this year. Okay. Sandwiched between two top. But you did. But you did pick Mississippi State last week. I do. And let me tell you, Zach, I appreciate you reminding me of that as often as possible. I think accountability is important, Brad. It is. Yes. Accountability. (laughs) It'll keep me humble. And that's uh, right. That feeling. I appreciate that. That's right. You also picked Arkansas. Go ahead. Number six, Ohio State. (laughs) Number nine, Notre Dame. Ohio State, a three point favorite on the road. Yeah, I've actually got Ohio State even minus the points and, and some yeah. stuff outside of here. So, yeah, I'm taking the Buckeyes. Ooh. I'm also in Columbus, Ohio right now. I was going to say, this. is it because you so. spent the last few days in Columbus? Yeah, is the energy's high up here. The energy's good up here in Ohio. So, yeah, absolutely. Notre Dame wins this game by 10 or more points. Wow. I feel even I... better about my pick now. <laughs> Sam Hartman <laughs> has been dynamic. I understand they played one, you know, like real challenging game to this point, but – I just I, I like their offense better than I liked it last year. Um, I think they're talented. I think they've got the quarterback. They've got tight end play that's going to be dynamic in this game. I like Notre Dame big at home. So there we differ on that. Perfect. How about our old friend Gus Malzahn in UCF going back to Manhattan, Kansas, where he took the 2014 Auburn Tigers. UCF, K-State, 7 o'clock. K-State, big, bad, powerful K-State. Four-and-a-half point favorite. That's it at home. Yeah, I mean, when you lose to Missouri, it kind of shakes your psyche. I think. Yeah. Um, can they bounce back from that against the against? Yeah, the I, I think they can. I think they can. I'm going. Uh, I'm going K State here. I love Gus. I hope Gus wins. Um, there's actually a bowl uh, projection that had Auburn and UCF playing in a bowl game this year. How crazy would that be? But yeah, um, yeah I'll take. Uh, I'll take Kansas State. All right. I think I think Gus has won once over there, and they'll score more than twenty points this time. And I think we disagree again. I'm gonna give Gus. And this is just I'm I'm not even close to picking logically on this one. I think it's a hangover. I think Missouri beats Kansas State twice, and UCF goes in there and pulls the upset. So we differ on three. We differ on UCF, K State. We yeah. differ on Ole Miss and Alabama. Yep. And we differ on Ohio State, Notre Dame. This will be fun. Correct. Yeah, it'll be a lot of fun. For one of us, it'll be a lot of fun next week. Yeah, that's right. Uh, I'm sure it'll be me. So that's good. How about Auburn? As sure as you were, the Patriots are going to beat the Dolphins. All right. Dang. Auburn and Texas A&M College. I hated to do you dirty that way. Right. That would hurt. That would hurt more for sure. Um, Some some emotional investment in that one. (laughs) 
Good right, for I'll you, be- Ryan Brown. Good for you. <laughs> Look, for the rematch, why don't you guys bet? I know this one's in Miami, but the, the loser has to do shows the whole next week in the winner's jersey. Yeah, I mean, I was ready to do He He's the one who wouldn't take the bet. Yeah. I tried. He wouldn't take the bet. You're so, right. Okay. Um, he, he backed down, and I think that's on him, and I think that's something that he's going to have to deal with, but that's okay. Um, I think Texas A&M wins on Saturday. Mm. Okay. Well, Are you allowed to pick this game? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I am. I absolutely am. Um, but, well, and partially because I think Auburn's going to win the game. Do it. Let's go. I, I think the passing offense is there. Let's I go. See, I think you see a ton of Rivaldo Fairweather. Um, I think you see some concepts in the running game that have been held back. I don't have, this is not inside info. This is just what I think. And I think you're going to see Cam Stutz. And I think you're going to see Jeremiah Wright. Let's I think go. you're going to see those guys really pave the way for the running game. And I think that'll set up the passing game. And I think big plays are to be made. This Texas A&M, two of the five touchdowns they gave up against Miami were 50 plus yard passing plays. So explosive plays are there explosive plays kill the home crowd and they boost the road team's confidence and i think you see that and i think auburn wins a game where both teams score in the 20s uh and the tigers come back a winner in conference play i hope you're correct i hope you're right i hope i'm right on all the other ones we disagree on but i hope you're right uh on that one so brad i think that about does it we'll talk again next week it does thanks everybody for watching remember everyone has vices Make sure Village Vice is one of yours.